Coming back to you after night one of Bab Ball. So, we have much to talk about now. We have our coaches. We have Zara versus Rupert. Team Red versus Team Blue. And I gotta say, it feels like it's going swimmingly for both teams. It seems like there's a lot of good strategy going on. And uh, some... Some pretty lucky plays for Team Red. However, do they have enough to pull it off and pull off max damage? That's what we're going to try to find out. But Team Blue is also in a pretty good position as well to get max damage. As a matter of fact, the way the dorm situation worked out, nobody really figured out how to do the dorms. And uh, it's going to hurt both teams. But it's going to hurt teams and I think in a way that's fairly equal, barring what's going to happen in the check stage. So... What we're looking at is we're looking at two large dorms. Uh, we're looking at a dorm that pretty much consists of all but one, uh, all but two of the team blues. So we have five blues and two reds. So seven people in one dorm, half the game in one dorm, and team blue just had a massive orgy. So team blue is all on the same page. Rupert was in there. They were all getting in there like they two of them already messed. So they were rubbing their freaking little messy panties in all their little faces and. It got filthy, let me tell you. You know, those those people have no shame. No shame at all. But they are now all in a plan. They have a code that applies to most of them. You know, four of them know the code. One of them, you know, didn't join in on the, the filthy fun. But, you know, let's, let's really kind of be honest here. When you have four of your teammates on the same page with a code that they could use in public with very little retribution, um, you're, you're doing pretty good. You you have a pretty good strategic advantage. Uh, here's the problem with that. When you dorm with that many people, you leave yourself susceptible to those dorm rolls. Those dorm rolls are supposed to prevent you from dorming up that size and you know make your communication a little bit harder. And lo and behold, the red demon, uh, Alex Loke, you know, because there's two Alexes. There's Alex and Alex Loke, you know, the the wolf Loke, you know, Alex the wolf Loke uh, managed to sneak in there, and not only that, but they got the ball. They got the ball, so everybody in that dorm is wedding. Unfortunately, there's going to be some friendly fire in that, and you know, obviously the demon's going to wet, but. The question is, you know, what what do you do? 
you know, how do you do that? You know, like, how, how do you really kind of, like, work out of that situation? And if they known if they knew that the demon was in there, the simple answer is, well, you just activate your second demon. You know, everybody upgrade. You can only be checked once. You prevent any additional damage from a dorm check. But, you know, the that that in and of itself is, you know, just that's the only feasible strategy when you have a dorm that size and you have your demon there. But you have to know that you're dorming with a demon. And there's a certain point where you kind of have to assume you're dorming with a demon. In which case, you might even want to, like, if you had, you know, hope that the packer comes and tries to rescue you or maybe pass it to the White Knight. Now, the White Knight, in a uh, stroke of bad luck, is going to end up cleaning out the member of the opposing team and going to wipe out, essentially, just an auto-check. So they had an auto-check that was kind of ready to go because of a messing situation. And the White Knight on the Team Blue is wiping that out. So a little bit a little bit of a misstep there, but that happens when you don't know who's what and you aren't paying attention. So, you know, they're going to go and they're going to try... They have a, a concentrated bully strategy now, and they have one team member that they have to fill in. And they're going to get the ball back to their coach because their coach is there. The coach laid out the entire plan. Rupert was a mastermind in that and taking the risk and probably taking the excessive damage. However, you know, they also set up a communication system, which let's be honest, worked out fairly well for them. Uh, both members managed to figure it out, you know, before even the sex could be there to help decipher the plan. And, um, you know, they, they now are on the same page, you know, six, six out of your seven people know the entire team. And by tomorrow, all seven are going to know your team. They're all going to know who to bully because they were informed who to bully by the passes and through the sex. And that is a huge strategic advantage for team blue. But that said, when you're dealing with a demon, you have to hope that you don't get dorm checked because now you're going to have a bunch of people who messed that now have to be auto-checked. And if you're auto-checked out of pamper, uh, into pull-ups, and then you get dorm-checked, it's a double upgrade. And now you're looking at a situation where you hope to God that that coach doesn't get that ball back. You know, you hope that they don't have that ball because if it's a double-check, then you're at a massive damage advantage. So there's a lot of dynamics that are going on. And, you know, when it comes, when it comes to, to the strategy here, Zara is a little bit one step behind Rupert. Rupert, I feel like just came out swinging. They're like an evil mastermind. You know, they've, they've played this political game before, you know, they're, the, the, the consummate, you know, crooked congressman, you know, of sorts. And they're, they're, you know, taking the bribes. They're, they're, you know, they know how this game is played. They know how to be corrupt. And to that extent, man, that it is, it is impressive seeing the way Rupert thinks. And it is just a shame that he's at a, a, such a disadvantage 
And you gotta hope, you know, when you see conniving like that and a level of dedication to evil craft that, you know, they, they pull a way out. They figure something out. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the situation that they're looking at. And, you know, I think if, if it weren't for that demon, Advantage Blue all the way. Advantage Blue going into round one, coming out with probably a solid check plan, a solid everything. They're going to get the dorm upgrade because team, team Red's also in a bad situation as well. You know, Team Red is mostly grouped up. Only two people are in various dorms. So if you have two dorm checks going on, everybody's getting upgraded aside from two people automatically. And then you're dealing with auto checks on top of that. It's the first round, so auto checks are very important. You know, you don't want to you don't want to eat that meal. You don't want to mess, you know? You don't want to get hit twice. So, you know, it's it's the you need the smart hits, you need the smart attacks and you know the the way that Zara communicated she communicated much more clearly which I appreciate because when you see the way that she's communicating the messages that she's spreading it is very clear and concise and you know what you're getting you know what you want and you know who's there to a certain extent you know they're they're trying to be direct and there are some communication, but at least the people that are there know the names. Now, the problem being with the, that communication is there's less direction, there's less strategy. So you could be more obtuse, and then you run the huge risk of nobody getting it, and hope that your players aren't are, are just that clever enough. But if you're too clever, if you're too cute, you know, then you run that risk. So it's, there's always these trade-offs, there's always these risks and always these rewards. So, depending on, you know, whose advice you take, you know, you, you might play more conservative, you might play more dangerous, and right now, Rupert had a risky strategy, it's paying off, but, you know, it all comes down to that dorm check. If that dorm check happens, Red is going to have that massive disadvantage, or read that massive advantage gained and you know you have two balls looking like they're going to be going to Melody Melody is going to be able to pass Melody is going to have an idea of what to do um, to a certain extent and you know you hope that they're on the ball and you hope that they figure it out now We don't know exactly how it's all going to play out, but, you know, it's it's looking like maybe that demon strategy just doesn't pay off. You know, you're hoping that, you're hoping that they learn, you're hoping that they know, and they, that they do know better, but, you know, it's, it really is a tough situation, and hopefully Red figures it out, because I think that'll, that'll make this game a lot more interesting. But, you know, who knows? A dorm check night two could be just as devastating. You know, there's still a chance for, for double upgrades until you're in diapers. So, but uh, I'm running up against the clock. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back. All right. Are you a lamb bab? 
Do you run around saying lamb gang, lamb gang everywhere you go? Well, good news for you. We are introducing lamb bab diapers. Lamb bab diapers, they're the thickest, the fluffiest. It's like wearing a sheep around your privates. They're lamb bab diapers coming soon to a bab slave near you. And we're back, Christopher the Mad Bab Wrinkle, coming back with more bad ball coverage. Now, that all those strategies aside, going into the round, there was some sloppy play. And I know I'm not talking about the massive four-person orgy that happened in Dorm B. I'm referring to the eating situation. Now, for whatever reason, some babs got it into their head that they want to go right ahead and, you know, choose their meal randomly. They want to just pick and eat and not wait for anybody else. Seems a little selfish and, you know, you know, a little hasty to me, but so be it. It's their strategy. The problem is when you do it, and there's other people in your dorm on your team. And when you do that, and everybody sort of decides that, you know, everybody has this decision to make about their food and whether or not, you know, there's a huge risk in eating that tainted meal, especially on night one, when everybody's in, in underwear, everyone's in panties or whatever type of underwear they wear. You know, I think I think Rupert's old enough to to wear long johns under his under whatever he wears. But you know, whenever he's uh, you know, whenever people risk the mess, it is that much worse if you do mess. And you had large dorms, and that strategy should have been, let's find the meals that don't make us mess. And instead, a lot of people jump the gun. And you had a lot of people messing. A lot of people messing in the same dorm. Just deciding without discussing what meals they should eat. So, as I eat my own lunch, I can tell you that this isn't lax. Because I've seen other people eat the same meal. I watched them come out of the storm and eat what I'm eating. And they did not shit themselves. That is the benefit of watching before you choose a meal. You don't shit yourself. And because these people didn't wait, they shit themselves. And I don't know how many times I have to say that phrase, shit themselves, it's, that is very important. Because not only did they shit themselves, they shit themselves and had to have a massive orgy afterwards. And then, Team Blue, Team Red, I should say, had the same issue. A bunch of them shit themselves because they acted hastily. So, you know, you're in a situation where, you know, your spy knows the tainted meals. They could help, you know, that's not, you could, you could, you know, use that to your advantage if your spy knows the tainted meals. The problem being, you know, 
the spy can also use that against the other team if they don't know who the other team is. But lo and behold, you know, to a certain extent, you know, the, that didn't really come into play this game. But, uh, you know, everybody, everybody in those two large dorms, they could have seen the consequences. They could have known what was happening. They could have known the, the meals and everything like that and see in real time. They watched it in real time. Oh, I ate this and they shit themselves. So I'm going to tell you right now, this, this feels like quality content, just repeating that over and over. They shit themselves. They shit themselves. They shit themselves. And it's, it makes sense to say it that many times because that's how many times people shit themselves over and over and over again. It was like it was nonstop. It's like somebody eventually tried the carrots. Somebody eventually tried the carrots and, oh, okay, there we go. No, well, what do they try? They tried the bananas. They tried the cider. Okay, all right. No, you're not going to try the, the, the snowman, the, the delightfully themed snowman carrot, a snowman noses, which are clearly carrots. You're not going to try the, the mashed potato, yellow, the garlic mashed potato, yellow snow. All right, the buttered, buttered mashed potatoes, it's yellow, yellow, nobody had the potatoes. So nobody figured out the system. Nobody looked at it. They thought, oh, this is, this is just, you know, it's, it's all, it's all like they just, they went, they went with the stuff that was actually gross. They chose the stuff that seemed the tamest and that was actually the grossest because you know why? Because I feel like these people are truly perverts in this game, you know? They, they wanted the suppositories. They wanted, you know, the the come piss apple cider sort of stuff. So, you know, let's, let's not beat around the bush on that to a certain degree. And let's be honest, you know, I feel like after that orgy last night, it, it's, I mean, I don't think anything would chase out my appetite, but that came close. But... These people are real sick and degenerates, and we're gonna be glad when they're bab-slaved, to a certain extent. But you know, that's it's a, that's why we appreciate this degeneracy. You know, that's why you know we encourage that behavior because we know we're right. We know deep down they are what they're going to become. And when people act hesitantly and mess themselves and put themselves at a disadvantage for escaping that reality, then. Is there any sympathy for it? No. No sympathy. They shit themselves. They knew what they were getting into. And they still shit themselves by acting hastily. And you know what? When they're bad slaves, all the better. You know, they're going to be so happy shitting themselves and pissing themselves and coming nonstop for all eternity. Serving out their little bad slave function in, in their permanent diapers. So, you know, <clears throat> I, what, what, what can you really say to that? You know, oh, no, 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 no. You can't, it's, it's just fantastic. Just hearing that over and over again, you know, just that sound, that squelching sound when they realize that the mistake they made was probably entirely preventable, really. You know, they're gonna go walk out there. There's gonna be smells coming from a lot of dorms tomorrow. You know, once they get back out into that public space, there's gonna be a lot of smells and there's gonna be a lot of eyes shifting around. They're gonna, 
be a lot of we know. And then of course the auto checks are gonna come and it's gonna be like we know. So, you know, as far as, as any other topic go, ball movement, um, well, everybody was in one dorm for Team Blue, so you didn't really need to worry about ball movement there. Uh, you know, one person in another dorm got the ball, but you can't really do much in the regards to passing. You could have, in theory, passed, but, you know, when you're, when you're that concentrated, most of what they could have passed to were dorm rolls. You know, you had your white knight. You could have probably moved it to your packer, but your packer probably would have been in the know. I, I believe Matthew might be the packer. I, I'd have to double check my notes here, but you know, I mean, who you have the information. You have to be able, to, like, you know, that's that's the sex is the best, the most important part about sex. It becomes less about the communication. The communication is important, but the sex becomes a mechanism for ball movement that people need to people need to properly utilize you know and that's that's what people don't realize is they think oh it's it's a steal you steal the ball that's a bad thing they can steal the ball sex is bad no 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 sex sex can be great and beautiful uh, when it's not filthy and shit filled but you know it can be beautiful and wonderful because then you it's it signals a strategic advantage of ball movement, of, of communication, and then you get those combos, those roll combos. Your your spy packer. Oh, your spy knows the meal. All right, let's get this to the packer who can do massive amounts of damage. They're most damage. You know, let's get this. Let's get this information in the hands of the people who need it. You know, that's what that's what sex is for. You have the combo. You sex the ball away. You know? The ball movement in here, I think both the balls are in the same dorm. You know, for Team Red. You have your demon, and you have your demon, Alex Loke, and you have, uh, I think, Akura with, uh, or, you know, Aku, or, you know, however you pronounce their name. They're, they're new, forgettable names, people, all right? Let's, let's, let's get, get used to this, you know, but... You know, you have to get used to that and you have to understand that, you know, you have both your balls in the same place. In theory, you know, your coach can sort of tell your players, you know, they were supposed to, you know, maybe if, if Azura had the, had the ability to get people to have sex and we're able to convince them to get into a sex space, this would be a little bit better for them, but you know, that's that's where this kind of hurts. And then you have both players in the same room. You can't, you can't, what's the point of a ball swap at that point? You know, they, they're gonna have either what? You're gonna have two, two, two hits from uh, the, the demon, maybe? No, they, I mean, what they're gonna hit once, you know, it doesn't matter. You're you're getting a lot of auto checks out of that dorm anyway. If you double hit your demon in on night one, that's that's useless. That does you nothing. That, that you you have maybe two checks outside of that. You know, they hit they hit twice, and then they wet twice. That entire dorm's upgraded automatically. 
and then everybody hit outside of that dorm. You hope that they hit outside that dorm. The demon has the wherewithal to hit outside that dorm. And if they hit outside that dorm, then you have four checks, and you're likely, you know, you can't use a, you can't use your dorm check. You know, I guess, I guess maybe you get six people upgraded of the opposing team, or all seven. You could get all seven in this situation. I guess you could get all seven people upgraded, but you know. Ah, uh, what can I say? I mean, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm guess I'm going on. I'm losing my train of thought here. The, the, the big strategy stuff, the big thinking strategy, is looking good. However, you know, the, there's some low, lower tier player strategy. You know, the, the stuff at the top you're getting from your coaches is fantastic. And it's leading to some trickle-down effects in the discussions with the coaches. When the coaches are there and they're talking strategy and they're getting their team on the same page, it is brilliant to watch. But when the players are sitting there and they're just saying, like, making the decisions on their own, they need that hive mind, man. They do. They need that that person giving them commands because they are, they are messing it up literally and figuratively. So, um, I think we're going to call that here. I'm Christopher the Mad Bab Wrinkle, and I'm signing off for Bad Ball Radio. Remember, guys, it's not whether or not you win or lose. It's whether or not you stay dry. So let's call it here and have a fantastic day and cheer for your team. And uh, have another good bad ball. We'll have another good bad ball round ahead of us. All right. I'll talk to you folks later. Bye.